Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And uh, Bryce Shaddy, this is our... uh, this is our final week of talking football. Uh, this is a uh, this is a big uh, big deal. I mean, you and I have been grinding on this beat for for quite a while uh, for this network. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm excited to talk about this with you one more time, and then we'll uh, we'll get into a little bit more details about what our plan is next. Yeah, I'm excited. You know, this is a this is our wrap up show for for the NFL season, Kayla. It's been a a long season a good season it's been a long season of your takes too money oh i've had some great takes great takes some some lamar hate some josh allen hate which by the way didn't make the super bowl uh it's been it's been a glorious season Okay, uh, Philip Rivers shut Caleb up this season no, Evans, it was awesome. no he did not Evans, it was no, awesome Evans, it was no. such a good season Evans, no. Yeah, no i'm way. happy about this season but either way, we'll, we'll, we'll talk the game because that's what you came. That's that's what everybody came here for. And uh, and Tampa comes into this game pretty much dominating uh, Bryce's uh, lover, Kansas City Chiefs, 31 to nine. Tom Brady and the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers came out and absolutely took it to him. Did not even let Kansas City score a touchdown which is just, I mean, insane to think about with how, First time ever. how that's happened. And, and, you know, it's, it's just remarkable, but Tampa came into this game and has continued to do what they've been doing all year. They have beaten quality after quality team. They came out on the road against Washington, when on the road against Norris, when on the road against Green Bay, when then they get to basically get the last game at home, more or less the Super Bowl at home and be can say Bryce. I think Tampa came out and, and just looked impressive. They took it right to him. And, you know, I think this is a, a big win for their franchise. <sighs> so upset about it, but you're right, Caleb. I mean, it is a it is a history Super Bowl in and of itself. You know, the first team to win it at their home stadium. Tom Brady winning with another team. Wins a seventh Super Bowl. Blah, 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 blah. Yes, they won. Congratulations to Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm not happy about it. No, you're not because you've been wrong about Mahomes lately, Bryce. Look, look, we all we all know what happened, Caleb. We all know what happened. Okay, one of their offensive linemen left to go fight COVID, which, by the way, props out to that oh man, my. by the way. We have yeah, Eric yes, Fisher. Yes, yes, Yeah, Eric Fisher goes down with an Achilles injury at, uh, during the AFC Championship game. He's out for this game. Uh, I think uh, their center had uh, was exposed to COVID or had COVID, wasn't activated until Thursday. So he was away from the team. I mean, there were there were a lot of things that came into play on for this Kansas City offensive line, and it showed. I mean, Caleb, you know, Patrick Mahomes was on the run all night, and boy, he made some amazing throws while falling to the ground. His guys just couldn't catch him. So we will never have these highlight reels, unfortunately. Uh, and it's amazing that Patrick Mahomes was technically only sacked three times. It's amazing. Yeah, that was remarkable because if you would have asked me to guess the number before I looked at the stats, I would have given you like six or seven or something. It just felt like they were all over him 
but the fact that they only had three sacks is remarkable. And and when you look at this Kansas City Chiefs team, I mean, look, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, prop myself up here, but at the same time, I am. I did say that I had concerns about the Chiefs offensive line, which you both, which you very much laughed at me for. And my problem, and, and here's the thing, I understand that Eric Fisher was was out of this game. He did not play. And, and there were some other things that went into this, but I mean, at the end of the day, the Chiefs offensive line did not play up to its capabilities. And, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defensive line, they have four really good quality rushers who can all get to the quarterback in an efficient way. They have developed a team that Zach Griffith, who we have had on the pod the last couple of weeks, has said can be a type of team that leads you to a championship. They believe in the trenches. They they went out, Bryce, they, they re-signed their offensive line. They drafted Worfs, who Worfs, you could seriously argue, is a top 10 O line. Yeah, Worfs is our and, and, and right. And the defensive line, they came out, they re-signed guys, they are basically transforming guys and getting them even better. I mean, I mean, how how I mean, this is an, an unbelievable game uh, from the Tampa side on, on the defensive line. Yeah, I mean JPP, Vitavea. And Dominican Sue, Shaq Barrett, Levante David uh, on that front line. I feel like I'm missing somebody else at the moment, but um, got some Devin White, Devin White, out Devin there. White, yeah, Devin White is phenomenal as well. I mean that, and they've been on a tear recently, right? They just no, got yeah, Vita Vea back, and I mean it looks like he didn't even miss any time all season. No, he, no, I mean he, he is an absolute game changer, game wrecker, uh, and and that's hard when you have a depleted offensive line to prepare for. It just is like Mahomes. You know, he's got all the magic in the world, but, you know, when he's running all the time and taking those hits, you know, you disrupt the flow of that Kansas City offense. This is what you get. You only get nine points, not a single touchdown, which is the first time Mahomes has never scored a touchdown in a game in his career, in his short career so far. So, I mean, hey, props to Tampa Bay's uh, defense. Todd Bowles had, you know, a phenomenal game plan. I think they only blitzed, I think, Five times. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah, the Bulls so, game plan. Yeah, it was remarkable. Right. It was remarkable. They came out. They 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 just absolutely took it to them. There's no other way to look at it. They 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 just demolished the Chiefs. I, I mean, you can you know cry me a river about all the frustrations that teams have had. You know about the officiating of. But but the thing is, the dominant play of Tampa's defense was just there. They was there the entire game and it just took the Kansas City right out of it. Just they had no energy. They just didn't seem like they were they lost the game before it even happened, it felt like with the way that they were playing on the offensive line. And you know, Bryce, you you were a big defender of this Chiefs offense. You thought that they were going to be a very dominant team, easy coasting to the Super Bowl pretty much this entire year. You were like, well, nobody's going to beat Mahomes. Nobody's going to beat him. Uh, nobody's going to beat him, but he's just, he's so good. Now, Bryce, how do you, oh, and by the way, let me, can I make this point here? You also mentioned the fact that you believe he was the greatest of all time. He is. And the fact of the matter is, this is a ridiculous statement coming from you because Thomas Brady said otherwise. Let me let me get in my Joe House position for this one here, Caleb. Go right ahead. I will. No one beat Kansas City, right? They beat themselves in this game. They decided not to protect Patrick Mahomes. Wow, what a and disrespect. They lost. 
And, 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 and yes, and yes, Patrick Mahomes is still the greatest quarterback of all time. You are disrespect. You are. Did you see the plays that he was making? People wouldn't catch the ball for him. They wouldn't block for him. Look, I'm not saying I, I think Mahomes did what he could, but your whole idea of the greatest of all time needs to shut up for at least uh, the off season, at least. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely you're not. You're being ridiculous. I am a, I am a staunch you believer are. that Kansas, that Patrick Mahomes is the greatest of all time. <laughs> are you kidding me right now? No, I no. You can't sit there and say Mahomes is the greatest of all time after Thomas Brady. I don't want to hear. The Buccaneers it, came in and won that game. I don't want to hear it. I don't. They did. No, they I, did. I, okay, I, you won. Congratulations. Cool. No, you gotta, you gotta sit there. You gotta sit there. You gotta sit there and take it. You gotta sit there and take it because you were loving Mahomes all season. And the fact is, Thomas Brady said otherwise. And there was another guy that came out of retirement, you know, this season, who looked pretty good himself, Bryce, who is the greatest tight end that you and I will ever see on a football field, Rob Gronkowski. How do you believe that Gronkowski play in this game? And it just seemed as if the quote unquote term that uh, Bruce Arians used a blocker. uh, It didn't seem like he he was all a blocker. It seemed like he was a little bit more than that when the game mattered. Yeah. Again, I, Caleb, I I told you this off air. We were talking today about the show and um, I, I, in my opinion, I always thought that that was a smoke and mirrors comment made by Bruce Arians and made by Gronk publicly. I, I'm not buying that. You just don't ask Rob Gronkowski to come out of retirement to block. He just don't. Right. This is all leading up to it. Right. We, we've seen it throughout the season. It was building. It was building. You know, Gronk was pretty quiet at the beginning of the season. You know, really no catches. It was O.J. Howard really getting getting the yeah. looks. Yeah. O.J. Howard goes down with an injury. And Caleb, I knew right there and then. Right. Cameron Braid oh, yeah. is not the guy. All right. It's going to be Rob Gronkowski. And he showed it. And, and having that Super Bowl chemistry, that that veteran presence there. Oh yeah, it showed. It showed. I mean, Rob Gronkowski was the the leading receiver for Tampa Bay. Six receptions, sixty-seven yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, he had an impact on this game. And yeah. and and Tom loves to use the tight ends in big games because they normally go unnoticed. I mean, listen to this between sure. between Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, and uh, Antonio Brown. They had what is it? Eight receptions to Gronk six. That's insane. Right. Mike, Mike Evans, Mike Evans, the best wide receiver uh, on, on the field, in my opinion, had one reception, one for 31 yards. One. Now, I, now look, you know, You've been I, criticizing I, him this year. You've been criticizing Mike. Evans. I have been. I have been. But what I've also hear, heard is you know, Mike Evans doesn't really care about stats like he knows he's good. You know, he's not a stat guy. You, you I would. I, I well, I would like to see him get more. <laughs> I would. Come on, I would. Bryce, come on. I would. Look, you're being I think, ridiculous. Well, I think I think they kind of wasted Mike Evans a little bit. Now he he did have twelve what? touchdowns. He had twelve touchdowns this year, but I think they I think they wasted in the games that they lost. They oh went eleven and five, God. right? I think you wasted. I think you wasted some of Mike Evans' out. when he was playing with Winston. He was a hundred yard receiver every game. And you just think about he's every not game now? And you think he's not now? No, I think he is. I just don't oh, think okay, they run okay, enough okay, plays okay, for him. Okay, okay. No, I don't, I just don't think they use him. Okay, okay. 
He only had one target on, for the one reception. You know? That's, Come on. Come on. That's fair. You think you think Godwin's going to stay, though, in all seriousness? You think Godwin's going to stay? It sounds like he's going to want to. In fact, Mike Evans said that uh, he'd like if if he has to, he'll, he'll restructure his deal to keep the team together. I want you to look at that. I want you to look at that. And, you know, in terms of keeping the team together, uh, Bryce, uh, Leonard Fournette was a piece that they came into this offseason like. Mm. Oh, yeah, we'll see what he can give. Yeah, we'll we'll see what they can give him, whatever. And he he Done. comes out and him and him and Ronald respectively, uh, you know, they yeah. both had their runs. They both they yes. both played well. And I think this is honestly, a, you know, after it was kind of a lot of drama of who's going to start, who's going to be inactive. I think this is what the Buccaneers envisioned: a really nice one-two punch between Leonard Fournette. And Ronald Jones and and Tampa got it in the biggest game that they needed them to get to, to really figure it out. They got it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it' pretty good for a washed running back, right, Caleb? It's pretty no, good. You're not saying that's that to me anymore. Good. You're not saying that's, that to that's me pretty good. Huh? Move on. Move yeah, on. Move on. Eighty-nine yards. Move pretty on. good for and a touchdown. No, to clarify, I wanted to keep clarifying. To clarify, I was worried about Fournette's impact, but he has absolutely came in and worried, destroyed. Continue. Worried? No, you. You yeah, said I was, you said, I was worried. No, I was no. worried. Fournette's washed. Yes. He's done. He's no, done. Because I was worried. I said it off the. I said I. I was worried. I said. I said to myself. I was like. I. I thought that Fournette. I uh, was not going to give me that that thunderous power running game, but yeah. I love being proven wrong because I I, I liked him a lot in college. Okay. I, I I was defending the pick when he got uh, selected to Jacksonville, and I liked the move originally when it happened. I'm just happy to see him this good. He's got top ten running back written all over him, but but the problem is that you know people really cast him off. I think a lot of people cast him off with the way that Jacksonville chose to end it. Well, look, Fournette didn't do himself any favors with the way he handled his situ- his business in, in Jacksonville, let's be honest here, and that's part of the reason he was cut. Uh, but, I mean, it sounds like he's found a home. I know he's publicly said he wants to stay in Tampa Bay for next season sure. and, and beyond. Sure. And Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, but everyone says that fresh off a Super Bowl win, right? You know, well, let's see. Fair. I mean, but let's, you know. I want to see the kind of character that Leonard Fournette has. Right, you gonna chase money, or you gonna stay? You gonna be a team player? Let's see, let, let's let's put your money where your mouth is. Let's hear it. it. That's fair. No, that's fair. Um, I mean, I I did like the way he played. I thought Ronald did great. Uh, it was exactly what they wanted. Now, I I do want to get into a, a discussion though about what, in my opinion, they did best. Uh, the the defense. I mean, it just was unbelievable. Everything about him rattled him. The scheme was, I mean, you want to talk about like a complete transformation. You know, the Chiefs just lit them up when they played earlier in the year. Now you see Tampa just not letting anything happen. I mean, Bryce, where could you, how did you see the change? How did you see what Bowles was able to draw up? Yeah, I mean, Bowles is our, he's always been a highly touted defensive coordinator, right? Obviously, you know, we, we kind of know him as the Jets coach that failed, head coach that failed. Well, I, I filed on, you know? on unfortunate circumstances. Don't put him in the same, uh, 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 you know, area as no, 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 no. I think he's a very accomplished coach. I wasn't saying okay, like that. Okay, but okay. That, that's how he's viewed, right? Oh, he was the old Jets coach. Oh, he sucks. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he doesn't. No, he, he knows how. Now, here's what I will say. They have they have compiled uh, an amount of talent 
that is unmatched on a lot of defenses, right? I mean, that helps. But the scheme that that Todd Bowles has maximized the talent on his team, right? We've seen several teams where uh, loads of talent, but they just can't put it together. Can't put it together. Todd Bowles did. And, And I mentioned it earlier, Caleb. I mean, he barely blitzed Mahomes. It was, all right, guys, pin your ears back and go get them. And that's what they did. They got pressure yeah, they on Mahomes all night long. So props to Todd Bowles. Um, you know, he might get head coaching looks again because of this. But obviously hey, not Bryce, this season. Hey, Bryce, I do got something for you, though. Okay. Okay. Todd Bowles or Nick Sirianni? Uh, Todd Bowles. Dude, yeah, after that uh, press conference. Todd Bowles. Oh, oh you, got, you just got to hate to see it. You got to well, hate look, to see look, the way I Bowles never... just came in and dominated. Come on. Look, look, look. I mean, here's the thing about Sirianni. Re- really, he meant to Colts fans, they probably re- really didn't have a connection to Sirianni because he didn't call any plays. He might have helped come up with schemes for the Colts, but he didn't call plays. Happy to let him go. Go ahead. No problem at all. And Bryce, let me tell you something with Sirianni. Sirianni, Sirianni is ridiculous. He's like a baby doll out there. I mean, he he basically got a coaching job because he was, you know, one of Frank Reich's, you know, go-to assistants. I mean, this is ridiculous. Bowles came into this game and absolutely deserved a coaching job. He deserves to be coaching the Philadelphia Eagles. And you know what? Nick Sirianni just sat there and all of a sudden just. But they're going to have systems. They're going to have systems, easy systems to follow, Caleb. Easy systems for Carson Wentz to follow? Well, no, they're going to trade Carson Wentz. Oh, they're going to trade him. Hey, hey, why are you going to trade Carson Wentz? Because, so you know, they just need some draft capital to get themselves no, back. No, you're on all track. over. You're, you're being ridiculous. You've been, you've, been, you've been all over Carson Wentz. Now you're backing off of Carson so, Wentz. So what this happens when Carson Wentz is good next season? What happens? What happens? I'm yeah. more than happy to own it. Oh, yeah? Happy to own it. An- yeah, another baby. quarterback to shut you up? Baker? No, nobody. Phil. No. No, but Phil's, Phil, Phil, Phil never shut me up. Phil owns you. No, he doesn't. The fact is, the fact is, none of them, none of them owe me. None of them owe me. Baker, Baker I, does. You can give me Baker. You can give me Baker. Other than that, I can't, I can't say anything else. Here lies hey, Caleb Lynn. Baker Mayfield shoveling the dirt on him. Embarrassing. It is what it is. It is, it is what it is. It's going to happen. <laughs> now, look, now, the, the thing, the thing that I, I do want to get into, though, real quick, as we're continuing to discuss this game, my, I do believe that both teams showed some things that they need to consider. I would like to see Kansas City obviously get some I sure they need the offensive line healthy, but they're going to have to figure out a way to get some money freed up. You cannot keep this roster another year. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You cannot keep this roster another year. You're going to have to make some moves. Bryce, if you ask me right now, who's going to be a, you know, a potential option for the chiefs in the sense of, you know, maybe they need to move on from and, and look to think differently on, is there anything that comes to mind about how you would look to improve the Kansas city chiefs? I think they need a little more help on the defensive line. Uh, you know, Frank Clark is good. Um, he gets paid away. It's paid a lot of money to not do a whole lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, they they need some help. I mean, D, I think defense is, is the biggest thing, right? I mean, Mahomes is, is going to be able to throw the ball to whoever he wants anytime he wants. Kelsey's going to come back. Tyreek Hill's going to come back. Um, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire came off a uh, off a good rookie season. I'm not as concerned about the offensive line. I think there's an overreaction to that just because. Yeah. 
people don't watch games. People don't know what's That's happening. Well, right. So yeah. I'm not yeah. going to overreact and say offensive line. I'm sure they could probably draft some depth. Obviously depth is always good to have. Sure. Um, but I think, I think it really needs to come on, on the defensive side of the football uh, in all three levels, in my opinion, you know, I mean, Tyron Matthew is a great safety. I think that one you leave, you leave, that one's just fine. I like Brashad Breland. Uh, he's a good corner. Um, Ward at the other corner, I think is good. I think linebacker. What about Sneed though? What about Sneed? Sneed's Sneed, legit. Sneed is good too. Yeah. So I, I, I would more so focus on that linebacking core and, and that, uh, that front four, front three, um, and that that's the biggest change that I would make. And, and I think somebody will be available in the draft. I think they have the first round pick this year. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think they could pick up somebody good, you know, just train them. I, I think it, somebody that can make an immediate impact, immediate impact. That's fair. I, it, the, the, if they could do something to get that depth a little better, uh, I think that would be appreciated because you're paying Frank Clark a lot of money. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you paid Frank Clark a lot of money because of what he did in Seattle. If I'm not mistaken, in 2018, the man came out and absolutely torched people. His sack numbers were off the charts. He had 13 sacks since he's been to Kansas city, eight sacks in 2019, in in, uh, 2019, 2020, he drops it to six. And I, 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 you know, I, I will give him the fact that he was pretty much durable. I mean, he played you know, and every 15, he played in 15 games and he started in 15 games. I just, I would like to see double digit sack numbers. I I would like to see that. I, I don't want to see drop off it, when, when I'm paying you top level dollars. I just want to see a, a good player there. And, and I think it's fair to say, Bryce, that Frank Clark's a baller. And, Absolutely. you know, if he can, if he can, so if, I mean, it's not saying that we deny or that we're saying that he can't do it. It's just like, come on, like push double digits in the sack range. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should, you're being paid like a top defensive guy. So thank you. You are exactly. That's all it is. That's all it is. But you, but you do have some beef though with Frank Clark, you know, due to his college, due to his college days. So you're always, you're you're always holding him to some sort of standard. Am I, am I not, am I not wrong on that? That would be correct. And is, that is correct. Now moving, now moving forward and let's look at Tampa for a second. Tampa, obviously you have to think Tom Brady's going to stay. They may have to make some moves in terms of, you know, re-signing some guys, adjusting and restructuring contracts. But I did, I did find this thing today that our buddy uh, Zachariah Griffith uh, shared to me that I think is quite intriguing. If Patrick Peterson is let go, Tampa should be calling him like it's speed dial and putting him and letting him take it over. I would like to see a better corner, a more reliable corner. Is that, is that fair for me to say? Is that something that I feel like that they can improve on hitting into next year? Yeah. I mean, I think Murph, I think Sean Murphy bunting and Jamel Dean are, are, are decent. You know, Carlton Davis has made no, come on. this G- season. Give me a top, right? give me a top guy though. Come on. Give me, if you can get a top guy in there, that's going to change everything for you. Yeah, I think the problem is, is you're going to have to pay some of these, like Antonio Brown. Are you going to bring him back? You're going to have to pay him. Do you want Leonard Fournette back? If you want him back, you're going to have to pay him. You need to get deals done. How much though for Fournette? I don't think think you pay Fournette more than you do Antonio Brown. No, I miss me on Brown though. I I, I like what I like the the depth. Brady loves him. I like the depth they have though. Doesn't I matter. like Johnson. I like Johnson and I like Miller. You, you, need, to play, you need to play these guys. You need to play these guys. Doesn't you can't matter. just sit there and keep getting limited snaps, Bryce. That's ridiculous that you're going to. I'm just that. saying, I'm just saying you're about but, youth. That's disappointing for you. 
No, I'm not. I'm not. No, you are. No, that's not what I, you've been about that with the Colts. You sit there, you switch it up on the Buccaneers. Why, why Bryce? Why? No, no. I'm just saying if Brady is going to, if Brady says, I want Antonio Brown or I'm retiring, you really think it'll be like, all right, Brady. Of course retire. I'm signing a B, but I'm saying, okay, I'm, that's what I'm saying. That's what's going to happen. But I don't think he's going to threaten retirement. No, I'm, that was a bit exaggerated. Okay, I'm just okay. saying if Brady's going to be like, I'm going to be unhappy if you don't re-sign Antonio Brown. Come on. Maybe. Maybe. They'll re-sign him if Brady asks. He's won you Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, he was a part of it. Yes. He was, he was a, a part, part of it. No, I'm saying Brady yeah, he, just won you a Super Bowl. No, 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 Brady, Brady, no, 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 Brady, I thought you meant Antonio Brown. Sorry, I mm. thought you meant Antonio Brown. No, it, Brady did. Brady did. Absolutely. No question about it. I'm not disagreeing with that. Okay. Now, now here, here's the other here's the other angle to this that I think is a little interesting. Um, I think I think this was big for Bruce. I do. He was a respectable guy. He's been around. And, you know, for him to be able to pick up this title, uh, despite all the criticism that he's faced, you know, really this entire year. I mean, how do you look at this type of Super Bowl win for a guy like Bruce Arians moving forward? Well, I guess I guess blaming other people, you know, wins you Super Bowls. Oh, you know, look, I love Bruce Arians, but I mean, he did blame a lot of people this season for, for yeah, when did. they lost. So, yeah, um, no, I mean, Bruce Arians, he's special to the city of Indianapolis. The run that he led us on while uh, while Chuck Pagano was on medical leave. Um, Bruce Arians probably should have been the next coach. That's just my opinion. But, uh, hey, I'm happy for the guy. Um, well, that's genuine, what matters, though. Yeah, one of the most genuine guys in the league. Um, definitely deserves it. He'll be a Hall of Fame Coach definitely, uh, no happy yes. for him. Happy for him and his staff. His staff that he built yeah. is incredible. Right. No, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, the staff that they built was great. And you know, the other thing that I don't think their staff has been given a lot of credit for, Bryce, that I do want to touch on because we have not touched on it very much, is the development of guys and just the ability to get just insane production so early on from different players. Obviously, Devin White was a top pick, uh, you know, a top draft pick. But I think it's fair to say that he has – he's matched expectations and he's gone a little higher. And you can't do that with just one – you can't do that just because of the player. There has to be the right things in place. I think Levante David is playing really awesome, you know, and I, I love this guy. I mean, he's been around for uh, the block. All right. And he's just came in and, and continued to progress as one of the most underrated players in national bowling. Shaq Barrett, you know, a guy that has just revitalized since he's been in Tampa. He's just been absolutely amazing for them. It's it, just a lot of remarkable stories, a lot of remarkable stories and, and a team that really deserves it. A, a franchise, a city that deserves this opportunity to win a championship. I, I, uh, I wish all the luck to, uh, you know, the Floridians, but I will say, can you put on a mask, Floridians? Come on, Floridians. Come on. I, I saw I saw too much. Yeah, I, that's I saw, embarrassing. I saw a lot. I saw a lot of celebrating. I, I just I, I hope I hope everybody's I do hope everybody's safe. But look, come on, let's keep a mask on, will you? Here's the uh, you know, the, the next topic, Bryce. Uh, we did get the NFL honors uh, this week. Uh, we, we were able to figure out who won the big time awards and who did not. Uh, and so, Bryce, we'll just start off with the big one. All right. We'll go right into it. Aaron Rodgers gets the MVP. Aaron Rodgers, uh, which you and I had both been kind of leaning towards that as the year concluded. He was able to get it. What do you think that this this MVP does for him? And 
you know, I think you might have some questions about, I, I believe it was you, uh, and maybe I'm wrong, about, you know, sure, Rodgers deserved the MVP, but there's other aspects to it. You know, do you think that he's happy with the MVP? Do you think, first off, like, I mean, yeah, you win an MVP, like, it feels good. But, like, how much criticism are you going to give him this season because he wasn't able to get to the Super Bowl and it felt like he was on a mission? Yeah, I mean, after they uh, after they drafted Jordan Love with that, uh, you know, obscure first round trade up, you know, you could just you could feel the tension right all the way over here where we're at in Indianapolis there. Aaron is he's upset. You know, and and rightfully so. So he came out and, uh, I mean, he proved he's still a quarterback. You know, this wasn't a go-through-the-motions Rodgers year, right? This was, all right, you know, we're me and uh, Matt LaFleur, we're getting along really well. We, we've come up with a good game plan, and we're going to execute it to perfection. And they did, and it almost got them to a Super Bowl. Um, unfortunately, they, they couldn't finish the job, you know, to, due to yeah. the defensive side of the football. But uh, – I think they may. I think the AP made the right decision here. I think Aaron Rodgers was the MVP. Um, yeah, I got no complaints on this one. I got no. Do you think Mike Pettin, do you think Mike Pettin could have nominated Kevin King maybe for most valuable? Oh uh, yes, Kevin King, beautiful. Oh wow, what a performance! Out, out of, out of, yeah, out of, it, the last game was something. That was something to watch. But Caleb, no, Caleb, Caleb, Mike yes. Pettin got the sack oh yeah got the sack he did oh yeah he did oh yeah he did i came out in that pod a couple weeks ago for all those who didn't listen uh and uh and ripped them to shreds and then all of a sudden a week after what Spoken happens into existence folks thank you that's what we do here that is what we do here and did that that leads us into the uh and i'll, I'll give my thoughts on rogers i think he absolutely deserved it he he was he was slinging the ball like nobody's business i mean th- this is a guy that is just one of the greatest we'll ever see his ability to create things out of nothing is just fantastic he's going to keep wrecking the division for i don't even know how many years he he is he's unbelievable um, I mean, this was my favorite Rogers season, in my opinion. This was my favorite Rogers season that I've ever watched. This is this was my favorite one. He just was, yeah, man on a mission. You're going to draft Jordan Love? All right, screw it. I'm going to show you why you shouldn't. And and I, I just a lot of respect there for for Rogers. Uh, moving forward, though, uh, the next award I want to get into is the Coach of the Year, and uh, the Coach of the Year uh, was none other than a guy that Bryce, you and I have been. Kind of, you know, we've been liking him. We didn't know exactly what he would be. Uh, how do you feel about the uh, the winner of the Coach of the Year? Yeah, well, Coach of the Year, Kevin Stefanski. Yes. Over there in Cleveland. Uh, yes. K- Caleb's boy uh, plays quarterback over there. He sure Caleb's does. Caleb's boy now. Yeah, and, baby. Uh, look, Stefanski came in. He was He was an adult about it. He told, I mean, you could tell the discipline of this team. It was, this is my team. We're not going to put up with the antics. We're not going to do all the nonsense. We're here to play football. We're going to run the ball down your throat, and then I'm going to hit you with play action, and we're going to use our playmakers out on the outside. Yep. And and what he's done, I mean, he led Cleveland to the playoffs, Caleb. Yeah, he did. We we haven't seen that since 2002. Yes. And then won the – the first playoff game since 94. Yeah. yeah. Amazing job. I, I'm interested to see how, what they look like next season. You know, OBJ yeah. coming off the injury. Yeah. Uh, I excited to see him get back going. So, yeah. Yeah, baby. Hey, you won't hear any OBJ trade rumors this offseason. I guarantee that. 
Oh, if you do, that's just adorable. I mean, uh, that would be adorable. I mean, Stefanski came into this team and just basically said, look, I'm the king. All right. I'm the coach. I'm the guy. All right. I'm not going to be, you know, lousy. I'm going to come in here with the versatility. I'm going to get everything back in order. I'm going to figure out Baker Mayfield, which he did. And I'll give him credit for it. You mean Freddie Kitchens did it? No, I'm just gonna didn't move on. The running the running game the running game was really good. That they fixed that. That's something I feel like they got significantly better under Stefanski. Their run schemes were fantastic. They fixed the offensive line, and the offensive line is one of the uh, best. Probably one of the best. Yeah, you, one of the best. Maybe the best. I don't know. You could put them in there. They're that good. They have such incredible talent, and and they deserved a playoff appearance. They really did. I, I they deserved a playoff appearance, and they also deserved a win. I it, congrats to Stefanski because I felt like this was a cool award for him. Moving forward, the next award that I want to talk about is the Defensive Player of the Year, and uh, well, this guy has been all too familiar for this award, Aaron Donald. Donald, this is uh, his third Defensive Player of the Year award over the past four years. So, Bryce, you've been sitting here absolutely criticizing the Rams every second you get. So my question to you is, what do you think about the Defensive Player of the Year? Look, I have no quarrels with Aaron Donald. He's now you have a quarrel with the Rams. You, you, you have problems okay, with the Rams. Look, all right, look, yes, I do have a problem with the Rams. I like Aaron Donald. I'm just, I'm just asking a question to the listeners. Okay, just go go look at T.J. Watt's stats and just tell me what you think. Just tell me what you think. Look, I have no quarrel with Aaron Donald winning of the year or winning winning this award. I'm just saying, should he have won the award? I think there's an argument that he couldn't have. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there, Caleb. Hey, no, you're being soft. What's your stance soft. on this? What's your stance on this then? T.J. Watt had better stats. What's your, I, look, what, I get they your, play two different positions. What's your stance? I think TJ Watt should have gotten more votes and probably should have won the award. Um, now I get that they play two different positions, and it's and it's and it's harder for for D lineman to to put up the stats that he does. I completely understand that. Yes, I watch football. Yes, I watch the games. I'm not an idiot. I'm just saying. I'm just. I I, I I have the occasion to make you look like it. I have wow. the occasion. No, no, I'm just kidding. It also, it all, it no. all, it all, it all, it all seriousness. Wow. Donald, Donald, Donald to me, this was a fair award. This is, this is absolutely deserving. It almost seems Let, like a cop out though. No, it's okay. Why, why do you think it's a cop out then? Why do you think it's a cop out? Because, why? because why, I mean, how many other people are you going to consider for defensive player of the year? I think it was these two guys, right? Yeah, but it just seems like a cop out. Why? I don't know. We'll just pick Aaron Donald. Yeah, we, we know he's good. He was good. You're he was being, good this you, season. He was no, good. You're, sit, you're, sit, you're sitting there. No, your problem is you've been hating on the Rams all season, number one. It didn't even matter what they did. You've been, oh you're still God. hating on them, even though they fixed the quarterback position. Uh, and they might be you're, good you're, now. Uh, and you're, you are hating. You are basically saying a guy like Aaron Donald. Do not Look, deserve a defensive player of the year. That's what you're saying. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, how are we basing, what are we basing these, these uh, awards off of? I mean, the best defensive player in a season. Okay. I feel like he should TJ Watt not get more that. recognition for that. Oh my God. 
Wow. Oh my gosh. I'll All take, right. I'll take, I'll take Donald. And yeah, I'll take Donald. I think he's, I think he's, I think he's that good. I think you can't go wrong with it. Number one, he, he's a, an amazing, amazing player. It's ridiculous, Bryce, how much you just disrespected him. I'm not disrespecting the guy. He's good. Moving, moving forward. The, uh, I'll let you get this one out of the way. The defensive uh, rookie uh, of the uh, year yes, uh, comes from Ohio State defensive oh. end Chase Young, who was able to get seven and a half sacks. Yes. I just Caleb, won't even say anything. Go ahead. Caleb, Caleb, I want you to answer one question for me. Go, go right ahead. How many years in a row has it been that an Ohio State defensive player has won this award? I believe it. it's a two. No, incorrect. Double it. It is four. It is four, Caleb. We have four. the Bosa brothers. We have Marshawn Lattimore. No, no, not in a row, though. Not in a row. Though. In a row, yes. Yes. Darius Leonard. Darius Leonard. No. Darius Leonard never won a defensive player of the I Never won defensive so. rookie of the year? I don't believe so. Yeah, he did. 2018, Bryce. Oh, did he? Oh, okay. Yeah, right. well, I, sorry, I am incorrect. No, get off so your four back. Four out of the last five. Four out of the last five. Get off your back. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve it, but come on. Folks, folks, Ohio State is the place to go. It is the, the place to go to go play defense. So if you look at the, let's, let's clarify for the people. So Chase Young won it in 2020. 2019 was Nick Bosa. 2018 was Darius Leonard, who is on your team. It is so incredibly embarrassing that you don't know this. I disrespected Darius Leonard. You disrespected your team. My I should be giving you a penalty for your lack of fandom no- I knowledge. I love that you guy. should be getting, no, you don't get to say that. I love that guy. You messed that up. You Good messed guy. it up. Moving forward. Latimore got it in 2017 and Bosa got it in 2016. So to Jimmy, clarify, Jimmy you did get four out of five. Yeah. But four, the fact that you disrespected five. your favorite NFL football team on this podcast by saying Darius Leonard did not win it on 2018 is an embarrassing statement. I was blinded by my Ohio state, my Ohio state. You sure are, but you're always, you're always, I apologize for that. That's the only time I'm going to apologize for that. But still four of the last five, Caleb and chase young was an absolute monster this season. He he was Washington. Oh, and he's going to be a star for years to come. He's just an incredible. Let's add, let's add super to that. Can we add? Oh, I can't, I can't wait for him to 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 start dethroning Aaron Donald on these defensive player of the years. Oh, it's going to be glorious. It's going to be glorious, Caleb. I can't wait. All right, I'll uh, I'll let that I'll let that sink in for the uh, for the listeners. Uh, Next up. Uh, the, the award that I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll go from defensive to offensive. Justin Herbert picks up the offensive rookie of the year. Uh, you know, I, I like what Herbert did. I, I do. I mean, he was, he was a machine, but I am kind of sort of shocked. I thought you could have given it to a lot of different pieces, Bryce. Yeah, it seems one, like you're, it seems like you're, uh, disagreeing with the Herbert selection. Yeah. This one kind of rubs me the wrong way. Look, I, I, I'm not necessarily disagreeing because what Justin Herbert did was, was frankly amazing. And I was, like I said, a couple times on this pod, I was completely wrong about Justin Herbert. But Caleb, you are embarrassingly wrong. Embarrassing. Caleb. Yeah. You know, I love to get a room with Justin Jefferson. Oh, you know, I love him. Oh, yeah. I wanted the Colts to draft him so bad. Did you, dra- did you already buy it? Did you already buy a Hilton? Did you already buy a Hilton? A Hilton? Hilton in, yeah, a Hilton room. Yeah, a Hilton room. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's booked. It's booked okay. Okay. Under, under Jefferson. Okay. Caleb, 
you we've seen the video of Minnesota laughing at the Eagles because they passed. They drafted Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. And let me tell you, folks, Justin Jefferson was an absolute stud. He will continue to be a stud. He broke Randy Moss's rookie record for for receiving. Yeah. He should have been more in the conversation for this. I, again, quarterbacks get a lot of the, Would you have, would you have given it to him? You would have given it to him? I probably would have. Wow. I pro- Did you see the way he, he had people on skates? This, okay, this yes. Yeah, right. As yes, a rookie. When you're talking about these type of players, okay, you're talking about the top guys from this class, okay? And then it's fair to say that Herbert absolutely deserved it, right? I understand your your uh, your take on Jefferson. I do. I, I really enjoy his play. But I, I, I do agree with you that a part of why, in my opinion, he did get this was the quarterback position. But – I, I will say, I mean, this is a guy who nobody could have expected 4,336 yards and 31 touchdowns. I mean, come on. No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> I mean, and you you blasted him season. like nobody's business. You did not think he was going to be that type of guy. You absolutely took an L on this one. Herbert's been coming in and showing why he's going to be a top-level quarterback. You could argue he's going to be a top-10 quarterback by the end of next year. I, I, like Her- I like Herbert a lot. I think he's going to be a real – I think this is only going to be the start of something bigger. That's all. That's, that's what I think. Hey, that's what I, I hope think. so. Hey, and I got a question for you before we move on to the next guy. Oh, okay. Would you rather have Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson? Oh, give me Herbert. I knew you would. I give knew you would Herbert. say that. And I, that's the truth. I, that is genuinely how I feel. I, I, I can tell that's how you feel. I, I, it's a fair, I wanted to ask that because I thought I would get that answer. So that's a, yeah. Uh, and you know, what, people, I'm going to get killed for this, but I, that's just the truth. You, you are, you, you, you might, you might, I'm, I'm not going to say anything. You might <laughs> moving forward. Uh, the, uh, the offensive player of the year. Uh, Bryce, you also had some uh, issues with this one. And this is probably because all he's been doing is absolutely wrecking your defenses for years. Oh, Derek Henry wins this award this year. We split with him this year. No, for crying. And we were missing DeForest Buckner in the second matchup. I don't want to hear no. it. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Go ahead, though. Explain your I, Look, I, I'm just – so, I, Caleb, I was, I was thinking more about this. We talked about this off show, right? I think offensive play – I think they're talking about skill position. You're, I think, you're, I, think yeah. I, I think that's what I've gathered from this. So, yeah, Derrick Henry had another good season. It just it just seems weird to have a different MVP, you know, quarterback being an MVP, and then you have an offensive player of the year being a running back. Uh, I mean, you could also throw in the conversation that Devontae Adams should have been considered for this award. Um, I mean, what he did with Aaron Rodgers was nothing but remarkable this season. I mean, Derrick Henry had a, had a good season, don't, don't get me wrong, but uh, Devontae Adams – my goodness, my yeah. goodness, Caleb. I, I don't I don't know how you feel about this award, but that that's just how I feel. No, I, I mean, you could make that argument. I think Henry had an unbelievable season to the point where I would give him the award. I actually liked it. I did not have any issues with it. He he was dominant. I mean, he just was. The dude was able to do whatever he wanted. Statistically, he put up a season that was just unmatchable with 2,000 yards. I mean, it, it was – I to get 2,000 yards in the running game and the way that they were running in was just nuts. It's so much to, to give credit there. And, uh, I mean, it, really remarkable. 
Next guy on the list, uh, comeback player of the year. Bryce, I'll, I'll let you take this one. You you were very happy with the selection of Alex Smith uh, to get this award after all he's been through. Yeah, I mean, the guy almost lost his leg. I think there was a threat on his life at one point as well. And and the fact that he was even able to come back into, into football this season, be activated, yes. basically was the third-string quarterback, and then – worked himself up to starter. You know, unfortunately we didn't get to see him finish, finish the season in the playoff game um, due to a calf injury. So I think he's still feeling some side effects from this injury, um, which I hope he gets worked out. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it was nerve wracking. I mean, Caleb, we talked about it throughout the season, you know, watching, watching him play football, we, you get nervous anytime anyone gets close to him. Um, But what he's been able to do and what he's able to accomplish this season, lead a team to the playoffs has been nothing but remarkable. And whoever the schmuck is that, that voted for big, for big Ben, your vote should be taken should be taken away. Period. Uh, for all the listeners, you know, respond to us. Let us know what you think about that. Yeah, absolutely. That is just Hit us up down, on social. Yeah, downright ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Alex Smith should have been unanimously no. selected. Yeah. I mean, if, I, if you don't vote I'd for agree. him, you don't have a heart. You don't have a heart. I, I'd agree. I, I would have voted for him if I if I had this award. I will say and this is remarkable what he's doing. Uh, you know, I, I don't think anybody expected him to come back on the football field and then let alone do as much as he did. So shout out Alex Smith. Bryce, you absolutely nailed the, uh, the way to basically say, look, he deserved it. And moving forward, Bryce, um, how does it feel to move on to our next journey? After after football, how, do, how does it feel? Are we ready to give the, the viewers a little uh, insight of what we're doing? Yeah, man, this is a this is bittersweet for me. You know, we're saying goodbye yes. to football. It is. Uh, but we are saying hello to new paths and new directions. Absolutely. And that leads me right into the new path and direction, which is we are going to focus on college basketball. And we will also be giving you some NBA analysis moving forward. But the main priority at least for about the next couple months will be college basketball and man this is we you know we had some episodes earlier on but the the time the transition it it just unfortunately was not working out well for everybody and at the running hook network now we're starting to be able to get into college basketball this is something bryce and i have significant passions for and you know bryce it is february 8th we are getting closer and closer to march the games will be rising up in terms of how important they are and meeting and all that jazz. So I think you and I are going to be able to really give them some great analysis. At least I hope. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're going to get, you're going to hear plenty of stuff. We're going to do a lot of different formats. Uh, We're we're leading up to Christmas time. What I like to call Christmas time in in just one month, folks, Christmas time. It is March madness. It is what you watch while you're at work when you're supposed to be working. It's what you watch at school when you're supposed to be paying attention. Absolutely. This is in my opinion, a national holiday, Caleb. I know that I will be watching it at my desk as I am working. I know you will be watching it as you're on Zoom calls. Uh, I, I know I know you will be. I'll, we will be keeping tabs, folks. We will have your coverage. We're going to have so much fun. 
I can't. I, I will say, I will say this is you and I's element. If I'm not mistaken, this is actually how you and I kind of got to know each other. We talked about a lot of college football. We, we talked a lot of college basketball because I kept making fun of your Ohio State sweatshirt. <sighs> it was embarrassing. This kid that I just, I don't even know, just decides to attack me and, in, in, you know, verbally in this creepy basement classroom. I did. It was bad. I didn't care, though. I hated the sweatshirt. <sighs> Folks, I, I did. Yeah, I, 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 and that's that's all I did. That's how that's how this podcast was formed. In all seriousness, though, I, I am excited about this pod. It's going to be really good. Uh, we're going to have different content. We're going to have a lot of different people that you typically would not hear in the football season uh, on this pod. There are guests from the network uh, that we are going to look to bring on, or at least that I hope to bring on. Uh, I'm I'm looking to bring on some guys that are, look, you know, that are from outside the network. Uh, we'll be having guys from inside the network. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll be thinking of different ideas for you. Um, I, I've, I've got a lot of things cooking with some people already in the network uh, that, that potentially could be on the way. So I, I can't wait, Bryce. This is going to be very good. Oh, it's so exciting. I, uh, yeah, I'm ready to get into it, Kayla. We, we got to keep we got to keep the momentum going. Of course. And you well, and speaking of momentum, Ohio State has plenty of momentum. And that's how we're going to end it is because we're going to end on the momentum in the right direction. Uh, that's right. We are going to conclude it well. Bryce, it is a privilege to have you on once again. We will continue to talk uh, with our new topic, college basketball. We will be talking top five players, top five teams, and everything you need to know about college hoops.